solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Ready to kick off your week with the weekly show that we do here. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Happy to be back with you guys, of course. Today's episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. And John is joined by his partner in crime, Cody Davis. On this Monday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to tell you guys about the one team who remains interested in Deshaun Watson. And they are actually hoping that they can go out and make a trade for Deshaun if his legal situation is over by the time they start of the NFL draft. So John and I are going to tell you who that team is. Plus, we're going to get into the talk of, is it a realistic possibility for any team hoping to trade for Deshaun Watson? Is it a realistic opportunity that his whole legal situation will be over by the time they start of the draft? Then later on in the show, we're going to be joined by NFL draft prospect Tariq Thompson, the safety from San Diego State. Thompson is going to stop by here on Locked On Texans to discuss his career at San Diego State. Plus, how do he feel his talents can translate to the NFL level? And then John and I are going to close out the show today highlighting Thompson as we resume our NFL Draft Prospects series. But ladies and gentlemen, as promised, there is one team who remains interested in trading for Deshaun Watson, and that team are the Philadelphia Eagles. And according to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, the Philadelphia Eagles plan to pursue a trade for Deshaun Watson should his legal troubles be settled before the NFL draft kicks off. And the Eagles were always one of six teams who had their eyes set on Deshaun should the Houston Texans make him available for a trade. However, that was before things started to get weird for Deshaun Watson. However, speaking of the Philadelphia Eagles, John and listeners, I know some of you guys might be a little bit thrown off by that report because the Eagles recently came out and said that they are committed to Jalen Hurts, who they deem as their quote-unquote potential starting quarterback especially given the fact that they have moved on from Carson Wentz. However, I am not surprised by the news that the Eagles are still interested in making a trade for Deshaun Watson. Because ESPN reported over the weekend that the Eagles are interested in trading back into the top 10 in hopes of drafting one of this year's top quarterbacks. I do not think it's a realistic possibility that the Eagles are going to make a trade for Deshaun, especially if they are banking on his legal troubles to be over by the time they get ready for the NFL draft. However, what I would say for the Houston Texans case, this might be best case scenario for Houston because not only are you going to get a top draft pick, and yes, right now the Eagles are number 12 in hell. That is better than what the Houston Texans are working with heading into this draft. But not only are you going to get the number 12 pick, but I'm pretty sure if they were to make a deal for Deshaun, Jalen Hurst has to be in that deal, which means you will be bringing back a hometown hero. And I'm pretty sure that is something that fans would like to see to go from a Deshaun Watson era that's ending on a very bad note and to welcome the Jalen Hurst era, a guy who is from Houston and a guy who has potential to be your next franchise quarterback. 
And not only that, when you look at the teams who were positioning themselves to make a run at Deshaun, the Eagles might be the best team that can still make the best offer for Deshaun. Because when you take a look at other teams who had their eyes set on Deshaun, they have all but moved on from Watson. You take a look at the Miami Dolphins, they are 100% committed for a tour, at least for this coming season. The San Francisco 49ers with the number three pick, they are interested in taking the next best quarterback who the New York Jets do not take with their number two pick. And then, of course, there's the Carolina Panthers, and it seemed like they was actually on the verge to make a run at Deshaun Watson right before things started to get bad for Deshaun. But they have also taken their names out of the sweepstakes by acquiring the Jets' old quarterback, Sam Darnold. You know, my thoughts about this whole Philly-Houston-Deshaun trade is, it's not going to happen. I don't see a team taking the hit outside of Houston right now for Deshaun Watson. And if the Eagles just trade for Deshaun Watson in the midst of this, how tone deaf are you? Uh, so I, I, I don't see this as a real option for Philly. Considering what we think we know about this Deshaun Watson situation, considering the fact that there is no evidence as of yet, but also considering that it just, it looks very bad. Not only does it, does it look bad, but in this situation, it is bad. I don't see Philly trading for him in the midst of all this. If you want a quarterback so bad, even after your owner endorsed Jalen Hurts, if, if, you're, if you're a part of that front office and you still feel like Jalen Hurts isn't the answer, well, you're not going to trade for a quarterback that has all of this legal issues going on. That'll be tone deaf. That'll be completely stupid. And then you're not going to take on the amount of money that's going to come with that, right? And if I'm Houston, if I'm not getting a top 10 pick, if a team is still willing to trade for Deshaun Watson, which is what a lot of us had hoped with the 49ers trade, the Dolphins, like if a team is not in the top 10, I'm not trading them because either he's not going to play for us this year or he's not going to play at all. And I also suspect that, the NFL at some point should, uh, based off their rules, not because of my personal feelings, but he should be on the exempt list uh, sometime soon. So I, I like the reports because it gives us something to talk about. It does. But, Cody, I don't see this going down. I don't see this going down at all. Now, Philly, Philly has made a lot of not necessarily shocking moves in the past. They were the first team to give Michael Vick a shot after he got out of jail. Um, they also employed Riley Reed, Riley Cooper, I'm sorry. So, and I'm not going to get too deep into those two situations. So, so it's not like they're strangers to controversy, but I think this will be entirely too monumental uh, because we're still we're still allowing it to go its course. Uh, don't buy any stock into teams trading for Deshaun Watson before the draft. 18 days away, it's not going to happen, right? Two and a half weeks, it's not going to happen. The discussion of it happening, like I said, is good for us because we get to talk about it, but I just don't see it. Now, moving along, how many San Diego State players can the Houston Texans have? Possibly two. I'm going to talk to safety Tyreek Thompson. Of course, you guys know we have Kahali Warren at the tight end coming into his third year, but the possibility of Tyreek Thompson landing in Houston later in the draft 
is very possible. And we're going to talk to him about how he feels he can succeed in the NFL and more. But before we get to that discussion, I want to tell you guys how to make some extra cash simply by sitting on your couch. That's what Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but you still have the NBA, Major League Baseball, and hockey all in full swing and all ready to bet on right now. BetOnline even covers award TV shows and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. Again, the promo code is locked on. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And continuing here with this Monday installment of Locked On Texans, I am joined by NFL draft prospect Tyreek Thompson, safety from San Diego State. Tyreek, how are you doing today, my guy? And welcome to Locked On Texans. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's an honor to be on this podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's an honor to have you. First and foremost, let's jump right into it. With the NFL draft now 18 days away, how does it feel to know that you are less than three weeks away from a lifetime dream? Uh, it's it's kind of nerve-wracking, you know. You work your whole life to get to a certain point, and, you know, it's just surreal. And I just can't wait until uh, I find out where I'm going and just get to camp and just ready to compete. I'm just excited for the opportunity. Growing up, and you're from San Diego, correct? Yes, sir. How was it growing up, you know, trying to capture that dream of playing in the NFL? I'm pretty sure um, you had to overcome some hurdles in order to get to this point where you are today. Right. Um, for me, it was it was kind of difficult. Uh, not so many people believed in me. Uh, you know, I have my family here that believe in me. But uh, I had to overcome, you know, lots of just people doubting me and, you know, not getting, not getting the fair chances that I thought I should. And then, you know, when I finally got the opportunity, I just felt like I made it happen and took advantage of it. And how were you able to overcome, you know, so many people just doubting you? Uh, you know, I just believe in myself. Uh, my family, you know, they just kept encouraging me. Um, you know, for a while, nobody really thought that I would uh, make it here this far. And um, shoot, sometimes I doubted it myself. Um, just going from being just a role player and, you know, mm-hmm. not really doing too much success in high school. And, you know, uh, being a college freshman that got on the field and made some plays. So it was just an honor to be able to make it this far. And I'm excited to see where my career goes from now. After four years at San Diego State, what are some of your top qualities as a defensive back you feel would translate best to the NFL? I'm fluid. I can play anywhere in the defense. Um, I can play deep safety, box safety, slot corner, outside corner, um, outside backer if need be. and I can play on special teams. So, I mean, I'm a defensive back that brings everything in the toolbox. You can cover man covers, can come up and tackle. Um, definitely, I feel like I'm a ball hawk. Uh, 12 interceptions in my career. So, I know how to get my hands on the ball. And I got five force fumbles, so I know how to get the ball out and create turnovers. So, I feel like I can do anything. Um, I can fit in any defense, any scheme. And I feel like I'm just a well-rounded player that can – there's not much you can say I can't do. As a versatile defensive back who seemed like he can play anywhere in the secondary – 
Which position do you feel most comfortable in playing if given the opportunity to pick what position you would play in the NFL? I'm not sure. Uh, I feel pretty comfortable in any role, honestly, whether that's covering, um, you know, man coverage, zone coverage, blitzing, uh, man on a tight end, uh, in the box. Uh, I feel like I do it all well. Uh, I'm pretty comfortable with all that, but, you know, I'll probably say if I had to give any advantage, I'd probably be covering in the in the field, like slots and receivers, because I feel like I have good footwork and I have the speed that, you know, can run with anybody. So I'm just, yeah. And after doing some research on you, Tyree, what I like most about your game, it appears that you have a great knack to find the ball on the defensive side of the ball. As you finish your collegiate career with 12 interceptions and 35 pass deflections, given your ability to find the ball, how were you able to master which is by far the top quality as a defensive back? Well, um, shoot, I'm a former receiver in high school, uh, played running back when I was younger as well. So I'm, I'm familiar with having the ball in my hands. And uh, I mean, in practice, you know, we have great receivers uh, that we competed with at CSU. And I mean, they may be better because they go up and attack the ball. We have some big receivers like 6'4". We have all the good, shorter receivers that really can go up and go get it and have strong hands. So um, just competing with them in a daily environment, you know, helped me uh, figure out how to get the ball out with the deflections and or go and attack the ball, make sure I can body them out and kind of like basketball getting a rebound. So I learned a lot from that and uh, shoot the Stanford game. Uh, it was probably one of my my sophomore year. It was probably one of the games that I learned the most because uh, they had two big body receivers and a, a six seven tight end that you know they did a good job of boxing me out and uh, I feel like they got the better of me that day. So I learned a lot from that game and I try to uh, emulate that for the rest of my career. How did you end up going from receiver to a defensive back? Uh, I played defensive back for probably my whole life. Um, I just played receiver in high school because. Uh, I like making plays and I was a good receiver. Um, so I went, I kind of went from receiver defensive back, like split time both ways, but uh, it's probably because, you know, um, my build, I'm kind of uh, more muscular than I am like slim and, um, you know, just playing defensive back was just so natural to me. Uh, I feel more comfortable in the back pedal and just in that square stance like that. And I mean, I feel like it's translated well and I feel like I have a beautiful future ahead of me. As I mentioned, you spent four seasons at San Diego State. How would you best summarize your collegiate career? Hopefully to be one of the one of the best um, hometown guys, you know, to ever go to San Diego State. Uh, I was fortunate enough to wear number 14, which is uh, a number that a quarterback that's from San Diego wore at SDSU, uh, Ryan Lindley, who was also in the NFL and was a, a back quarterback for a little while. Um, he taught me a lot. He was actually at SDSU with me as a GA. But um, just hopefully that, you know, that I put on for the, the city, um, you know, I'm a 619 representative. So I just hope that they're proud of me and, you know, that I left the mark that will never be forgotten. I'm not too sure if you have spoken with the Houston Texans or not, and I'm pretty sure you cannot, um, you know, talk about that aspect anyways. But if you were to get drafted by the Texans, and I'm only talking about the Texans because that's the team I cover and you are here on Locked On Texans. How would you envision yourself being a DB in that um, 4-3 defensive scheme? I can feel like I'll play either role, whether that's the um, strong safety or free safety. Uh, also, I can play nickel if need be, if they want to put in the five DBs on the field. Um, I mean, I can really do anything. Uh, I feel like I'm interchangeable, uh, whether they need me to play deep safety in the box, in the flats, Blitzing, outside linebacker, wherever. 
I feel like wherever a team needs me to play, I'm on to play. I'm a competitor. Uh, I just want to do the best I can to win. And that's all I'm worried about, you know, just winning and doing everything I can to help my team to be successful. Last question before getting out of here. Um, is there a player in the NFL you actually studied and try to model your game after, or you just feel like you are just the original Tyreek Thompson? Uh, I, I kind of feel like I'm the original, but uh, a lot of guys that I take a lot of things from, I, I'm not going to say right. Like, I don't watch football a lot. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the game. So I'm watching like Tyron Matthew, uh, Derwin James, um, Kevin Byard. Uh, Antoine Winfield was a great rookie this year. Uh, he has a promising future as well. Um, shoot, uh, I watched um, TJ Ward. Uh, he's my mentor when I was training for the pro day and combine and stuff like that. Um, I watch this game a lot. Um, there's so many safeties that are impressive. Like, uh, shoot, I can't really name all of them because I watch a lot of football. Like, uh, I think Darnell Savage is going to have a great career. Um, they have a lot of great safeties in the NFL. And I try to take bits and pieces from every one of them. Awesome. Tariq, once again, man, congratulations on achieving possibly the biggest dream of your life right now in the next, what, two weeks. As a matter of fact, you will be getting drafted in the NFL. So once again, congratulations. I wish nothing but all the best to you. And hopefully we get an opportunity to do this again with you, maybe as a member of the Houston Texans, because I don't know if you saw, saw this team in 2020, man, but we definitely need some help. And hopefully, you know, you'll be someone who could, who is capable of turning this around for us down here in Houston. Thank you. Uh, wouldn't mind that at all. I want to tell you about Bill Bar, of course. 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors, which include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, along with the 12 original flavors highlighted by peanut butter, salted caramel, double chocolate, and you guys, your favorite, that coconut. But the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. Makes for a great on-the-go snack. Whenever you are not wanting to eat heavy, you need a snack to power through your day, Bill Bar is where you should be. And Bill Bar is great for the health-conscious guy. I'm telling you that right now. You get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. And if you go to Bill Bar, you can use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BillBar.com. April 19th through the 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey and the Lockdown Podcast Network featuring analysts from NFL experts Michael Urban, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Follow the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Once again, that was Tyreek Thompson, safety from San Diego State. And if Tyreek Thompson is still on the board by the time the Texans make their draft selection, regardless the round, regardless the pick, they should take a chance on this young man. What I like most about his play on defense is the fact that he is a versatile defensive back. It seems like it doesn't matter what position you put him in, he's going to excel. And not only that, this is a guy who has the ability to find the ball on the defensive side of the ball. And we all know this is something that the Texans defense struggled with a lot throughout the 2020 season. Um, John, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but off the top of my head, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I, I do believe that this is a team 
team who recorded only four interceptions, and I would like to say the secondary only recorded three because J.J. Watt had one of them. And you I are correct. It, exactly. This is a trivia question. You win a million dollars. <laughs> Appreciate you, my guy. Isn't that pathetic, though? Like, the trivia question would be, how bad was your defense in 2021? Go. Four <laughs> interceptions. Four turnovers, four interceptions. But I'm sorry to cut you off. Tyreek uh, Thompson, safety for San Diego State. Cody had a got a great conversation with him. No, you're good, man. But once again, that just illustrates how bad the Texans were on the defensive side of the ball last year, how bad the secondary was last year. And it also proves that the Texans need to add a lot more talent to the secondary in hopes of being at least respectable next season. And the, part of the reason why I keep harping on Thompson's ability to find the ball on the defensive side of the ball is because that is something that Lovey Smith, the Texans' new defensive coordinator, said he wanted to implement this season. Yeah, I can see him being picked up in the fifth round. Houston has two fourth-round picks, right? Yes, sir. I think it just depends on uh, priority at that time. You know, I think he'd be a great nickel in this league. I kind of compare him to, and not size-wise, because Tyreek Thompson is six foot, 210 pounds, roughly. Uh, but a little bit to what I thought and what I saw of Julian Love coming out of Notre Dame. I just think they are two guys that can find the ball, right? And uh, a career of 11 interceptions at San Diego State, a career, five fumble recoveries and five forced fumbles. So, Somebody that's going to be around the ball, make plays around the ball. I think that's what Houston needs at that nickel position. And I know a lot of you guys may be tired of me saying that, but it's the truth, right? I mean, we we are not going to – whatever they choose to do with Vernon Hargraves is just not going to work. And I think that they are solidified at safety with Justin Reed and uh, Lonnie Johnson. So if he's brought in, if he's drafted, if Houston likes him – or whoever they like, they need a greater nickel cornerback. I tell you that. John, and one of the last reasons why I would like to see the Texans draft Tyree Thompson, I feel that he will be a solid building block for this defense moving forward. Because if Justin Reed do not have a bounce back season next year, the 2021 season could very well be his final year with the Houston Texans which means I would not be surprised if Nick Casario goes out and draft a safety, someone who can potentially replace Justin Reed in the near future. Why not take a chance on Tyreek Thompson? And with that being said, that's going to conclude the Monday installment of Locked On Texans here on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And ladies and gentlemen, I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to Locked On Texans on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts by any chance, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy. Follow the Locked On Texans page at Locked On Texans. Give us a call at 737-471-6148 or leave us a text message, 737-471-6148. Uh, the draft is coming up. Deshaun Watson has a lot going on. The Houston Texans are trying to build a franchise that does not include being led by Bill O'Brien at any point, especially considering the next 12 months. The next time Houston is here, will they have traded Deshaun Watson? 
Do you think that's in the best favor of Houston? Does he stick around? Is Deshaun Watson no longer wanted in Houston is a valuable question, valid question. So give us a call or leave us a text message once again at 737-471-6148. Until tomorrow, we get the chance to turn up on the Tuesday. Peace. Let's kick the week off right. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.